Holy and righteous God, you are the author of life and you adopt us to be your children. Fill us with your words of life that we may live as witnesses to the resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. This is the collect or the collect or the prayer of the day or whatever for the third Sunday of Easter, the second Sunday after Easter. And it's a fitting prayer. It's, it's a prayer that digs us deep into what is coming from our readings, where we have a reading from Acts that we'll see tomorrow of, of, of Peter preaching and then First uh, John talking about sin and then Luke 24 where it's sort of a piggyback off of what we had for our gospel last week in which we have Luke talking about the experience of, of Jesus entering into that locked room except there he he calls him forth to to go out again and, and proclaim forgiveness of sins and but there's no doubting Thomas there in that story but it's definitely a, a story that has its purposes and, and I'll see where we'll go with that maybe later on this week. But here in this prayer, it's interesting that we have a cause and then a begging for an effect, which is happening here. We, we, we first, we, we call God holy and righteous, declaring him as right, as trustworthy, as truthful, as, as true, and holy, being sacred, set apart, far above us. And we say, you are the author of life, or the, or the originator of life, the, the, the one uh, from which life comes, and you adopt us to be your children. In other words, you, you take the time to, to buy us, to, be, to, to become our father, even sometimes whether we want you to be or not. This, this, this picture of adoption as sons and daughters. Uh, whereas uh, the scriptures will, will talk about us as enemies, but now friends, as, as enemies uh, under wrath, uh, as Ephesians will talk about, but then now we are sons, we are daughters, we are children of God. You're saying that, that, that the cause is that, that God is the author of life and he has adopted us as his children. And then we ask for an effect. We ask for something to come out of that. Fill us with your words of life, that we may live as witnesses to the resurrection of your Son. This fits so well with the bridge that is happening between the end of Luke and the end of John and the end of Mark and Matthew and everything, and we get into Acts, which is the, the whole uh, book of the Acts of the Apostles, is this resurrection lived out in proclamation in words spoken of what it is that Christ has done. And, and that is what we are praying for God to do with us, to, to fill us with his gospel, to fill us with his words, so that we might go out into the world and proclaim as ones who have been witnesses to the resurrection. And I talked about on Sunday the transformative work of God, how, how we have to uh, allow the Spirit to move us from just facts and information to significance, to why it should matter. Why does the forgiveness of sins and, and resurrection matter? Because it has happened. Because it's a situation that has taken place. It's an event that has taken place, and we are called to be witnesses of it, to testify to it that it is true, and specifically the resurrection of the body 
and the life everlasting that comes to us in Jesus. So as we go throughout this week and we take a look at our texts, might we keep that in the forefronts of our minds and think about, does the resurrection matter to me? And how might I witness to it? Let us pray. Holy and righteous God, you are the author of life and you adopt us to be your children. Fill us with your words of life that we may live as witnesses to the resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Go in peace, serve the Lord. We'll see you tomorrow.